Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Welcome. 2018 Oscars Selection Show, 2018. Oh, yeah. All day, every day. What up, Dan Nation? <laughs> You're just giving yourself shout outs you on just, other people's shows? Yep. Uh, I like it. So, uh, I think that pretty much says it all. We're going to be making our picks for the 2018 Oscars. Making our way downtown. At least Frankie and I are. Dan will probably (laughs) do what he does best. Do what he does best. Uh, so Frankie, do you have your list pulled up in front of you? I do have my list pulled up. Okay. Go, uh, do me a favor. Scroll to the bottom. Oh, we starting with the big one? Uh, no, they're actually, I think they're alphabetized. They are. Which one we start with? Let's do, you know what? Let's start with visual effects. Okay. Can we find that? There's a uh, drop down at the top. Oh, I already know. Oh, there is a drop down at the top. Oh, well. Well, shoot. Ah, dang, this is a hard one. I missed that. L- l- I thought we were all 21st century, but apparently we're not smart enough to find out where the... Uh... 2019, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the nominees for Best Visual Effects of the 2018 Academy Awards are Blade Runner 2049, mm, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, <laughs> Kong Skull Island, Star Wars The Last Jedi, or War for the Planet of the Apes. Boy. Now, see, I promised to only bring something to this program if it was worthwhile. I've got to say, I'm utterly shocked that I've seen all but one of these movies. Because usually when we go to a really? category, I've only seen one. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going yeah, with I'm, that one. I've only not seen Kong Skull Island. I never saw Blade Runner. Really? Really. And Frankie, I'm surprised you didn't see King Kong. Yeah, I wanted to. Um, I almost bought it. heard it wasn't very good. Oh, amazing. I think it's great. Is it? Okay. It's very entertaining. I bought entertaining. it enjoyed it. It's very entertaining. Uh, this is, this is a stacked one, but I already know my choice. And what, what, what is that choice? Um, I'm going with Blade Runner. That movie looked okay. amazing. And the fact that the Star Wars people hired, um, the dude for the next Star Wars movie speaks volumes. So, like, we want oh, yeah? to. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, the, for visual effects or the cinematographer? You're right, cinematography. Whatever, okay. I'm still well, sticking with a, it. We're not at that category yet. <laughs> well, we know what I'm going to pick for that one. <laughs> but I don't like going back on what I said, even if I was wrong. Uh, Dan, who's your pick for visual effects? Now, would CG fall under visual effects? Yes. Hmm. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Those little Arctic foxes in Star Wars were pretty cool. But I think i got to go with... Uh, my boys over at the Planet of the Apes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, this is a tough, uh, this Very like tough. A tough group this year because <clears throat> I think in any given year, if any one of these were in with other films, it would win. Yeah. Like, correct. War for the Planet of the Apes, I'm pretty sure the other, um, <clears throat> apes films have won in the past. Um, and it looked good. Yeah. That war scene and the av- avalanche thing at the end, spoilers. The thing that, <laughs> the thing that always gets me with War for the Planet, or these recent Planet of the, Planet of the Apes movies, um, is that how photorealistic the apes look. They've only gotten better. Uh, yeah. No lie. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Thought it was a real monkey named Andy Serkis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even joking. I thought there was a, uh, like the, especially the second one, I thought it was a real orangutan. Like. Yeah. yeah 98% of the time. Um, so I don't know, but with that, I mean, Blade Runner, I don't know. Shoot. And I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was more of the same, but we you can't forget that's still really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this, the, I mean, I would pick almost all of those over Guardians of the Galaxy though. Um, I have a feeling it's going to go to Blade Runner even, um, just because I think Blade Runner has the most quote unquote Oscar clout out of all of them. Like I feel like I feel like it's the most Oscar movie. You can say pretentious. Of, no, yeah. This year's La La Land, if you will. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I that at all. No, say that. no I, I see what Ben's kinda of saying. It's like, it's like Yeah, that's, pretentious isn't the right word because that's kind of mean. But it is a like a, a higher brow movie. 
and it's and it's nominated in other categories too. So, uh, but I, I don't know. I'm gonna say Planet of the Apes, uh, just because those visuals are as good as they are, and uh, I won't be shocked if Blade Runner pulls that off. Well, are we keeping track of this? Uh, yeah, we can. I don't know. <laughs> well, how do we determine who wins? If we well, can... well, just listen to this episode and then write them down. I know, but it's gonna be easier for us and. Um, keep track of your own. There you go. Grab a piece of paper. We are so ill prepared. We don't prepare on this show. Are you kidding me? We're prepared. There's paper and pens on this table. We just didn't think of it. A year ago, Ben was very prepared for this episode. I was. This year, I'm just. He spent a year with me and Frankie. Yeah. (laughs) Now he just shows up. It's like, uh, I saw a movie this week. Yeah. Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes for visual effects for me. Frankie, you are Blade Runner 2049 for visual Blade effects. Runner. Yep. And Dan is. I too was the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Although I am proud of King Kong. Yeah. For, for making it back. Um, let's take a look at. Uh, Dan, you seem keen on makeup and hairstyling. Why don't we go with that? <laughs> You've got three picks. I thought that was the one we were skipping. Really? We're no, we're there are several others that we're going to skip. Uh, we could probably skip this one, but I heard you mention it, so we're going to talk about it. Um, the nominees for makeup and hairstyling are Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, and Wonder. I think... I don't know any of these. I think we all need to pick one of the three. <laughs> well, I'm going with Wonder, because I did see it, and that kid's face was messed up. You saw it? That's yeah. A, that's insane. Like a day ago. Oh. Oh, it wasn't a real boy. Daniel 2D Dunn does not reflect the thoughts and opinions uh, of the Real Movies podcast. I guess I'll, unless you want to go, Ben, I'm just throwing one on the dark. Kiss Howard. That's what I picked. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I hate you. Um, cause it's gonna win. Makeup and hairstyling, I guess I'll go with Victoria and Abdul strictly on the process of illumination. How much makeup and hairstyling was there in The Darkest Hour? Gary Oldman disappears. In that movie. Oh, it's that movie? Yeah. Nice. You, <laughs> wait, so you know absolutely nothing about that movie? I didn't know movie? it was a Winston Churchill movie. Okay. Dude, you can. I hate you even more. No, <laughs> you can have it. It's in the spirit of competition, my man. We're having, we're having fun with it. I'm picking Victoria and Abdul. I only, for best makeup. I only picked it because I like accidentally seg my way, segued my way into saying it. Yeah. I'm taking a shot in the dark. That's why I'm like, shot <laughs> Just shot to the heart, not shot in the dark. I'm an idiot. All right, cinematography. Um, Dan. Um, we got Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, and The Shape of Water for best cinematography. Well, this is how it was filmed, right? Or like the actual yes footage. The framing of the of the picture. That's a tough one because I didn't see four of these movies, five of these movies. So what's you didn't see any of them? No. I was uh, gonna say, what's the one that you saw? Pick I, that one. I planned on seeing Shape of Water. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Shape of Water. Okay. I don't think it'll win though. I gotta say, but. Okay. Dan picked Shape of Water for best cinematography. Frankie. Well, I said it earlier, because I meant cinematography for visual uh, effect, uh, but yeah, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah, I'm also picking Blade Runner 2049 for best cinematography. It's Deacon's Race to Lose. So, uh... You can, like, have all these bad words for that movie, but the one thing you can't say is it did not look amazing and it was not shot amazing, because it was a beautiful movie. Right. It's weird, because that's how every woman that I know <laughs> describes Frankie. Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, so moving on from that... Um, what? Why don't we take a look at original screenplay? Uh, best writing original screenplay. Okay. So, Dan, what do you think an original screenplay is? Um, a completely and total original idea that did not span from a book, former movie, or television show. You'd be correct. And or podcast or radio drama. Or any other prior published form of Published would, media. Would Tusk be considered an original mm. screenplay because it was based off of the podcast? That's an interesting And a concept. Craigslist ad. 
Frankie, what would your response to that be? Um, that is a good question because they really deviated. They just, uh, I don't think anyone's really like caring. But yeah, I'd say, <laughs> um, it does not count. It does not count. No, because he yeah. gave, he paid homage the whole time. Like this, even at the end, he's like, this was based off a podcast. So it's not an original idea. They got it from someone else. Someone made that ad. And then they, even in the credits, they played back to it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You know, they do. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting, that's an interesting thought. Cause I mean, I think it, you just said in the movie, he's saying it wasn't an original idea. Hmm. We'll have to, we'll have to look into that. We'll have to ask him. Yeah. Uh, we'll send him, I'll send him uh, the show. Hmm. Goes up and Am I going for glory or who I think should win? So the nominees for best original screenplay this year are The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. All fabulous films with fabulous screenplays. Yeah, I saw the majority of these. Um, hmm. Uh, that's kind of funny because I went into three billboards thinking it was a true story. Oh. Based off the thing. Yeah. I thought it was based off some obscure news article, but then I looked it up and it wasn't. I'm like, oh. Uh, dude, I just want, uh, Get Out to Win because I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Well, the big sick was good. So that's where I'm like, should I pick who I think is going to win or who I want to? I think, I think Jordan will win it. Yeah. Frankie chooses, Frankie chooses Get Out for best original screenplay. You think it's going to win it? For screenplay, man, with the social commentary going on right now, I, I think that's it. Are you being racist? No. <laughs> are you being, like, not not racist? Yeah, it's the opposite. I uh, want Get Out to win, but I think three billboards will. Okay. So Dan picks three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Frankie's picked Get Out. Yep. Hmm. This is tough. I have a feeling it's going to be like Moonlight all over again. <laughs> They're going to pick the wrong or the right one, or the, and they'll announce the wrong thing. Yep. Hmm. Man, I really want to pick the big sick because that's just it's just so sharp and hilarious. Um, and I think Emily and Kumail deserve it, but. Um, Man, I think I'm going to go with Lady Bird on this. Oh. For best original screenplay. Did Greta... No. Yeah, she I just think that. it's resonating yeah. with more people than... I mean... Uh, Choose your words wise. I know. That's, <laughs> I'll save you. So I looked at adapted screenplays. Skipped ahead. And uh, Logan is in there. So I think Tusk would be considered adapted as okay, well. Okay, yeah. It technically, because it's... <clears throat> I do like Greta Gerwig a lot. She's like one of my crushes. But I haven't seen Lady Bird. Okay. So that's why I didn't pick it. Yeah, it was a weird movie for me. Obviously a very good movie, but um basically I just uh, all I saw the entire time was a mirror image of my mom and my sister during that same time that my sister was in. Yeah, and didn't you make your mom and sister watch it? Well, they saw it by themselves. Oh, okay. I mean, I I recommended it to them. But I, you know, when I, at one point I went to them and I was like, this movie freaked me out because it's, it's you guys. And this so, is you and then two. they went to see it together. Yeah. Um, cool. and they both loved it. So I think we're going to take like a week off and just watch all these movies. Probably. Well, the problem is like a lot of these movies, I don't get to theater in time and then they're in this limbo where you can try and steal it pretty easily or you wait for it to come out. Yeah. And Ladybird's in that water. Shape of, shape of water is in that same boat. Yeah, I, I want to see all these movies. I'm yeah. very lazy as far as going to the movies. We have those passes. What are we doing? Yeah, you guys both have a movie pass, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I've used what the it heck? once this year, and I didn't I even see the movie. Twice. I used to go to the movie every day and buy a ticket with movie pass. <laughs> and then just not go. Yeah. I've used it once since 2018 <laughs> started. Yeah, when we saw Black Panther, and you just used it to buy another movie. Cause yep. yep. I saw that movie Early Man last night. The yeah, Hardman movie. Is I slept through probably. Aww. I like those kind of movies. Hmm. It's the claymation one. Yeah, it was only like an hour and twenty some odd minutes, so I probably and I probably slept through at least forty five minutes of it. You will probably love the Emoji movie then. Yeah, it's the Emoji movies on Netflix. I need to watch it. I will never watch it. Um, it's so good. But 
no, early man, like, I, and then I saw Black Panther again on the Dolby Atmos screen. I couldn't tell if Steve was being serious or not, though. I don't know. I know that he didn't like the movie, uh, but I just, that's a shame. Um, so let's move ahead to adapted screenplay. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan already kind of called this one out. We've got call me by your name. Ben. What? The disaster artist. Frankie. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> Molly's game and mudbound. What is mudbound? Hmm. Like, I know I know it, but I cannot it's picture an, anything. It's a from very it. good movie. It was, it's an, it's only on Netflix, like it's a Netflix original. Um, but it, I think it was, they picked it up at Sundance last year. Uh, it's about a poor, I mean, uh, are they, poor? yeah, I guess they're kind of poor. They like move on to a, like a rundown farm and, uh, there's like this, there's a black family that, um, lives on the farmland and has historically kind of worked as hired help for whoever owns the farm. Um, I think it's set around the time of World War One, hmm. maybe two. I don't remember. Um, and so they have a son. Who goes off to fight in the war. And then the family that, the white family has, uh, like the, the patriarch of the white family, played by Jason Clark, has a brother, played by Garrett Hedlund, who also fights in the war. Hmm. And so when the son and the brother both return, um, they strike up a friendship. And so it kind of puts a, str- and then, you know, with their, with the two of them being friends, it ends up putting a strain on, huh. uh, Weird. He said you know, that's the world around them and their Did you say it was based on a book or something? I don't remember if it's based on a book. I think it is. It's based on something. I mean, it's clearly adapted screenplay. I'm pretty sure it is based on a book. Um, and yeah, it's got Garrett Hedlund, uh, Jason Clark, um, Jason Mitchell, who played, uh, Easy E in Straight Outta Compton. Okay. Plays the, um, the other guy. Uh, and then I think <laughs> Carrie Mulligan is in it too. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really seen good that movie. one. Um, but for this one, based adapted on a screenplay. novel, it is based on a novel. Is that what you said? Yes. Um, adapted screenplay. I'm gonna go with the Disaster Artist. That's what I was gonna go with. Oh, well, you're allowed to. Well, I'm going with that's... Logan. Dude, you think I would go with Logan? Because Old Man Logan's like one of my favorite storylines ever. But I can't see a comic book movie winning like that. I can't either, but... But Disaster Artist, even though it's kind of a satire-type book, it just one of those like charming kind of stories. See, I feel like the Disaster Artist was just slapping the Oscars in the face, and they nominated it to get their hopes up. Mm. And they're going to be like, all right, winner for Adapted Screenplay is the... Dis- <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> I uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Call Me By Your Name got it, even though it is... I think objectively the least well written of these nominees. Huh. Um Molly's I, game was pretty good. Molly's game was excellent. You can't go wrong with Aaron Sorkin. And then Logan, I gave Logan another sh- another shot and I really enjoyed it. Um I watched it cuz I bought the Blu-ray because I had to get my Amazon Prime Now order above a certain threshold, and it was on sale for like ten dollars. Nice. And so, um, yeah, I got it for ten. Did you get the four K Blu Ray or the regular? The regular. I think they were both. Um, and it had the I watched the Logan like the black and white version, and yeah. it's great. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm, I I I don't regret buying that <laughs> as <laughs> I was as I feared for a while that I might. Um, so yeah, I picked the Disaster Artist for adapted screenplay. Frankie, what do you got? I also picked the disaster artist. Okay. Dan? Logan. Logan. Okay, you did say that. Alright. Uh, alright, so where does that put us? Um, <laughs> we should have, we should have did this. <laughs> my show, this is a, my um, show and I'm struggling here. Uh, let's do, 
Man, for a second there, I thought I just got an email saying that Eleven was coming to the Cincinnati Con, but oh, she's yeah, not. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Kingslayer is, though. Um, why don't we do animated film? Okay. Animated feature film. Oh, hands down emoji movie. Uh, so for the nominees for best animated feature film are The Boss Baby. Boss Baby's on this? Uh, no way. What? The Boss Baby that is came apparently... Out this year? What? It, d- that's on Netflix too, right? Yeah. I feel like that's been out for years. Is this even a choice? Like, I, other than I haven't seen Loving Vincent, I mean, wait, no, I haven't seen Breadwinner either. That's, that's, so let's, 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 so let's, so let's read through the nominees first. Sorry. I'm just, come on. I'm just shocked anyone's gonna win except for. Be a little professional. Well, the Breadwinner might win. Because it's a winner. Because it's a winner. Uh, so we have, so we have, before we were rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. We have The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent. Frankie, I love you. I'm just giving you crap. I just was thrown <laughs> off by Boss Baby. Seeing Boss Baby like, on there. Yeah. What? Not, not only am I shocked that's even in the category, I'm shocked that it didn't come out two years ago. <laughs> like, I honestly feel like I've seen this movie far too many times for it to have come out and still be qualified to be nominated. I think it came out super early in 2017, like in March at the yeah. like or something like that. Cuz I think as I'm pretty sure it was on at the same time as Logan. Like it was like that same weekend or the week after. Must have been. Um but yeah, like this is obviously going to Coco. Like I don't think there's I don't think there's a question. Is the breadwinner about ducks? <laughs> I, would love I don't that. think so. No. All right, then it's going to Coco. Loving Vincent, though, people has been getting a lot of acclaim. I think that's the only one that could catch it. What's Loving Vincent? Loving Vincent is about a, I think, a certain phase in uh, Vincent Van Gogh's life, oh. and it's all animated to look like his paintings. Oh, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I remember someone showed me this concept. It looked really cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. I saw the poster, but I just assumed it was a live action movie. Mm. I thought they were going to wind up doing like kind of what uh, Link later did for A Scanner Darkly. Yeah. Where um, it was like, what do they call it? I don't know. I don't remember. Cell shading? Is that, is that what it is? Maybe. But and I, so, so he basically shoots it live action, but they like animate over top of it and it looks like a comic yeah. book or something. Yeah. Um, I thought they were going to wind up doing that, but um, apparently not. Breadwinner so. looks terrible. Excuse me? The breadwinner looks terrible. What's it about? Um, can't say. <laughs> um, so let's move on to. <gasps> Wait, did we all pick Coco? <laughs> we all picked Coco for animated feature. So let's do uh, best supporting actress. Um, so let's. What do we got? Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. Allison Janney for I Tanya. Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread. Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. Boy, I'm not prepared for this one because I've not seen any of them. I, just based on trailers though, Alice and Janie, I, Tanya. Okay. Frankie picks Alice and Janie. Janie. Daniel. Hmm. Hmm. Lori Metcalf. Okay. Dan picks Lori Metcalf for Lady Bird, and I'm going to pick Allison Janney for I, Tanya. Excuse us as we write these down. She's Tanya's best friend. She's Tanya's mother. She's your mom. Juno mom. Don't be alarmed. This is a a time lapse. Just move around. Um, Let's do uh, Best Supporting Actor. Unless you had Dan, you had something to add. Fresh off the boat did an episode about uh Itanya. About Itanya? Well Yep. I hate the chord. We're good. Like about the movie or about Tanya Harding? Uh, about the Olympics that year. Oh interesting. And I remember her, I was young when that happened. And uh the Asian one whose name I forgot. Because you're a racist. Yeah. Arguably. Woody Harrelson. Oh, no. Best actor in a supporting role. Willem Dafoe for The Florida Project. Good movie. Woody Harrelson for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Good movie. Richard Jenkins, The Shape of Water. Good movie. Christopher Plummer for All the Money in the World. Terrible. And Sam Rockwell for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Good movie. I like that movie. 
Um, Dan, want to go? I mean, let me fact check for a second. Woody Harrelson is also in Now You See Me. Yes. Yes. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I love Woody Harrelson. He was best good. actor of our year. I love that's the our, ba- I love that's our, the basis uh, for his Oscar pick. Wait, Woody Harrelson was in Now You See Me, right? Yes. Okay, he's gonna win the Oscars. <laughs> Hands down, the best actor in our, of our generation. Um, have you seen Three Billboards? Yes. I was gonna do a spoiler. Why I don't? I love Woody Harrelson as an actor, but I, the reason why I don't think he would win it for that. Because you think Sam Rockwell will? Sam Rockwell was excellent in that movie. Uh, I think he won it at one of the other awards. And it's not that Woody Harrelson wasn't. I can't say why I don't think he'll win because I don't want to spoil it. It's still like technically. Yeah, people people still need to see it. But Frankie, you're picking Sam Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Okay. Frankie picks Sam Rockwell. Dan picks Woody Harrelson. (sighs) I'm going to pick Sam Rockwell also, just because I know he's been cleaning up. Everywhere Basically, else. him and Allison Janney have their categories pretty much on lock because they've been sweeping just about every other um, award for their category this year. But um, what else I, is William Defoe in? Spider Man. He was the Green Goblin, Spider Man. Which Spider Man? The, the first, first one. one. And his he, first Sam Raimi one. Yeah, he's in multiple ones, but he dies in the first one. Spoilers for a movie that's super old. <laughs> All right, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say though that doesn't help. What? I blocked those movies out of my mind. Um, Richard Jenkins is tremendous in Shape of Water, but I would, I'm, I'm glad, I can't believe Christopher Plummer was nominated for all the money in the world. Um, I just, I mean, I think he deserves it, and it's just, it's amazing to me. I, I, that movie will always have a special place in my heart for what the quality of the film that was delivered in the short amount of time. Yeah. That they had. He basically remade that whole movie in like three weeks. Really? Yeah. Um, and the guy's like 80 years old. Could the same actor be nominated for all five slots here if he was in different movies? Mm. I think people have been nominated twice for different movies, but I don't remember if they instituted a rule against that now or not. That'd be kind of awesome if like, yeah, you were just the best supporting actor. In the history of actors, <laughs> I feel like there's someone that's cranked movies out constantly. I've, I, there's probably someone we could look at, an actor and actress, that they're the best supporting. If you look at, they're always at least nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, when I said like Ridley Scott, just basically he remade that movie, All the Money in the World, yeah. and then edited it and had it ready to, di- ready to distribute in like five days. It was crazy. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna take Kevin Spacey out, and we're gonna yeah. put dude in. So like this, so like they shot, they reshot the scenes that uh, Plummer needed to be in to replace Kevin Spacey. They yeah. did that over thanks, like over the Thanksgiving holiday, and then the following, they said he turned like Ridley Scott turned like eighty years old on like that Sunday, and then by Tuesday he had a cut ready to show this, like ready to show the, um like um, academy voters or something like that insane like it's ridiculous yeah what they were able to do um and the movie's great especially for what it is so um uh, yeah i'm just happy that chris Plummer's even in there in the conversation um so let's go down to best lead actress or best actress i guess best actress um so the nominees are sally hawkins for the shape of water Francis McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird, and Meryl Streep for The Post. Daniel? Uh, I can say, I, I hate most of the people on this list. <laughs> How do you hate the street? The street? Well, what has she done for me? Everything. What has she done for me personally? Oh, personally, nothing, man. Exactly. She wouldn't give you the last glass of water in the world. She's never made you feel any emotion? God, no. Really? I, was she in the, uh, oh, man, what's the movie? With the assistant. Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that I pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My next clue is going to be from the office. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can I go for, uh, Margot Robbie for Suicide Squad? No. Yes. I okay. mean, you can say I'll her name. <laughs> if you say her name properly. Margot Robbie. For 
Dan, Dan's picking Margot Robbie for Suicide Squad. <laughs> Frankie, who you got? Uh, I, I mean, she did a good job in I, Tanya. <laughs> but it's because Tanya Harding's a terrible person. Yeah, she's a terrible person. So I guess person. she played the role pretty right. Yeah. So, good for you, Margot. Man, uh, you wouldn't be wrong if you said Meryl Streep because she wins everything, but I'm going to go with Francis, Francis McDormand because it's the only one I've seen of these. I'm excited to see that's first. She and she's really good in it. Uh, yeah. So you got that going too. She the mom from Stranger Things? No. No. <laughs> Should have been. No. She... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm quite enjoying the resurgence of Winona Ryder right now. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to pick Frances McDormand for three billboards. Um, I have a friend of mine who's obsessed with Lady Bird and really thinks Sersha's going to win this. But I like saying her name, Sersha. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. Top of the morning to you, Sersha. <laughs> you have some potatoes. Uh, Sersha. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and then Sally Hawkins, though, I think, uh, is the only person realistically that can catch Frances McDormand. Have you seen the post? Why wouldn't Meryl Streep win it? I, <laughs> I haven't seen it. I just, uh, I can picture her performance in any movie. I just, it's <laughs> just good. <laughs> She's, that's, that's exactly, well, that's exactly why she hasn't really won when she's been nominated for the last, like, four times. It's like. You know, it's the Leo method. Right. Yeah, he's a good actor, but that's it. Well, and she's already won a ton, so if you got, like, oh, we, don't, like, we don't need to give her another one, do we? It's like, she's good. It's Meryl Streep. Like, it's par for the course Meryl Streep, pretty much. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. So, I don't. <laughs> she's obviously, she's amazing. The movie's really great, but she's not going to win the Oscar for it. She's, like, just, she's just not. It's like you see an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you know there's going to be a twist. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make it good. <laughs> In fact, most of them aren't. But they're getting good again. Um, Yeah, they are getting good. Apparently, I think they wrapped photog- principal photography on the glass. The glass, yeah. That's... Um, and he's been editing it. What? Interesting. Um, that's supposed to be out early, early next year, I think. Interesting. Um. All right, so let's uh, take a look at best actor. So in this category, we've got uh, Timothy Chalamet for "Call Me by Your Name," Daniel Day Lewis for "Phantom Thread," Daniel Kaluuya for "Get Out," Gary Oldman for "Darkest Hour," and Denzel Washington for "Roman J. Israel Esquire." God knows how that one snuck in there. Yeah, I forgot. I saw a trailer for that. I'm like, when did that come out? It was extraordinarily it mediocre. I think this is the strongest category yet. I was uh, saying that movie, the Roman J. Israel movie, was not nope. anything special. That's basically the Meryl Streep nomination of the Best Actor category. <laughs> I mean, he's great in it, but he's not going to win. Yeah. Boy, there's two heavy hitters on there, and then... Three heavy hitters on there, at oh, least. Oh, yeah, Dens. The Dens. Um, um, but... I've only seen one of these movies. I can I can pick one. You can go. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna go Daniel Kaluuya. Is that how you oh, say? Oh, okay, Kaluuya. Kaluuya, because I liked anything I've seen him in. I've liked. So I've liked okay. uh, that Black Mirror episode. I've liked this movie, and I've liked uh, Black Panther. I forgot he was in that yeah, episode. He was. He's in that really. That's a really good it's one too, good, isn't he? Yeah. Where he wakes up in the facility or something like that it's just like a clone or something it's not a clone it's a world where they have to like go on a tread this bike thing to get credits yeah Yeah. Yeah. oh that's a good one i like that episode i'll have to dig that one up again because i still haven't watched i just finished the marvelous mrs Maisel, which is fantastic by the way on amazon um and i need another i mean i need to catch up on some movies but my next show i need to figure out what my next show is going to be i still haven't watched season black mirror season four so that's probably going to be it only done a few of that season. That's the new one, right? The new season. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to pick Gary Oldman for old, Darkest Hour. Old man. Hmm. I will go with Daniel Day Lewis then. Okay. Because I know how the Oscars think. <laughs> they do like. They do like retiring people. <laughs> Wait. What? They like forcing people to retire, or they like people that are retiring. People that are retiring. Okay. And, I mean, did you see Lincoln? Come on. Yeah, he won. The, I mean, nobody was going to beat him <laughs> that year. movies that came out years ago. 
According to Dan, the Boss Baby and the Lincoln came out in the same year. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, best director. Let me give that a whirl. James Gunn's on this list. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch him in the face. They're just under he directing. He's so cool. Uh, so we have Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. Hmm. This is tough. It is very tough. The more I think about it. This Uh, is probably the toughest category, in my opinion. Has Christopher Nolan won before? Dark Knight did... No, I don't think he has. I don't think he would win for this one. I like Dunkirk Uh a lot, though. Um, Jordan Peele, I would... I want Mm. Jordan Peele to win, but I don't think he will. Um, I think... I haven't seen this movie... Uh, so it'd be weird for me to say it, but I think it would go to Lady Bird. I think it's just hitting this zeitgeist of like, yeah. right? Yeah. And cause I already said I, that's I what I was getting at when I was trying to explain my piece on the screenplay. <laughs> I, I think it's tapped into something right now that I, people are really, yeah. Doing. See, I'm trying to dance around. The, You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, and I mean, I, I said it before many times I have a crush on Greta Gerwig. So okay. I'm picking her and then I will buy this movie when it comes out and I'll watch it. March 6th. Mark it on your calendar. I saw that today. Lady Bird Blu-ray comes out. It's not my birthday. Yours is fourth? Tenth? <laughs> I don't remember dates. What kind of friend are you, Frankie? Yeah, geez. <laughs> Dan, Dan, who you got for best director? Uh, see, I feel like Toro is an Oscar guy, but I don't think that the Oscars are a Toro guy. Hmm? He won the Golden Globe, right? Or did he? Oh, yeah, I think so. Was that maybe he did? I don't remember. I think he did. It's not a bad choice to pick him, and he's just a fun guy. I don't think they take personality into this. No, they don't. Drier the better. Uh, Phantom Thread, Paul Thompson. Okay, really, I've not seen that movie or heard anything about it. Me either. Which means probably pretty (laughs) Oscar-y. It's Oscar-y. So Frankie, you got. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Dan, you got P.T. Anderson for Phantom Thread. Especially now that I know he's P.T. Anderson. Yeah, his name. Well, he abbreviates sometimes as P.T. Anderson. People call him that. Uh, and I met his wife, Maya Rudolph, in the Salt Lake City Airport two years ago on my way back from Sundance. Not this year. I didn't meet anybody this year. You, like, Tessa Tom- Thomas? <laughs> he didn't meet her, but, like... I mean, a, yeah, I met her. <laughs> he had a weird exchange. Yeah. Uh, listen to, uh, our Sundance Fundance episode. If you want to hear the Tessa Thompson story. Um, I feel like we got to drop that, like (laughs) reference that at least once every episode now. All day, every day. Um, I'm going to go with Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. No. For Shape of Water. Um, I'm, I'm okay with like anybody winning it. Honestly. Seriously though. I mean. I think as long Dun- as they have fun while they're doing it's, it. It looks like they have fun, guys. <laughs> I think I think Dunkirk is incredibly well directed. I think Jordan Peele like, like everyone should just get a trophy for parking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get Get Out is distinctly Jordan Peele's movie, and I think he just brought a vision to the screen that was wholly unique. But Guillermo del Toro kind of did that same thing. Yeah, and like he, he truly put his heart out on the screen for this for Shape of Water, and so I think I think he's got the best shot. Um, alright, so that's best director. Dan, how are we doing on time over there? I assume we're doing okay. 38 minutes. Okay. That's fine. Uh, alright, so let's mm. kind of move to the end here with best picture. The big kahuna. Oh, the one that, for, for, it's a, worth all the marbles. Dang. This one's tough, man. Yeah, we gonna say them all? Uh, I was just trying to do my like. Oh man, it's my eyes, Johnson. We're just we got. I don't. I can't see and stuff. Like <laughs> just doing kind of the. All right. Anyway, best picture. Call me by your name. Darkest hour. Dunkirk. Get out. Ladybird. Phantom thread. The post. The shape of water. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh. Boy, seen some of these. I have not seen some. Ah, this is boy. 
Dan, why don't you go first? <laughs> I think they're going to announce Darkest Hour. Oh, no. But then Get Out's going to be They will the never do that again. I mean, it'll be like 30 years. Um, I think this is the one Get Out's going to get. I think it's be- I some screenplay, but you, you you could be right, man. Screenplay probably would have been a better choice for that one. But Dan, you're picking Get Out for Best Picture? I mean, I, wa- I feel like I should. <laughs> I want to because <laughs> like um, otherwise you're a racist <laughs> no it's just the only movie I saw on this oh list. gotcha yeah <laughs> um and it was thoroughly enjoyable I love that movie man but I do have a history of being anti-Oscar no so yeah I don't know I mean honestly I think it'll be Darkest Hour Lady Bird based on what you've said about that film but uh, I like Get Out for it. Okay, Dan's picking Get Out. Frankie, it'd what? be huge. I mean, it'd be huge if Get Out won because, I mean, uh, for it would be huge for genre movies because everybody, like the horror community, is nuts right now yeah. because they've got Get Out and Shape of Water in there. Yeah, at the Oscars. Immediately when I saw it for Best Picture, I texted my brother I'm like, "Bernie, did you see this? This yeah. is crazy." So, um, and, and a lot of these, um, have been like readily available to most people to go see, which, um, get out especially. So there's a lot to be said, uh, for them kind of coming out this year and rewarding the common viewer. Dunkirk, do they take into effect that he said you should see it in, uh, that's a fair point in millimeter. Um, I don't know if that will help or hinder the case for Dunkirk. For best picture, why? Oh, like, is that what you were gonna pick? No, I'm like going over my head which one I'm picking. I'm, I'm okay. fighting it in my head. I, because I, I, there's one I want to win, but I, since I haven't seen it and I heard it's, it gets weird in certain spots. What? I want to see The Shape of Water win because I love Guillermo okay. del Toro. Yeah, and but I haven't seen it. That's that's the, a re- it's a realistic pick though. Like, there's a, I'm I'm sticking with it because I would love. Okay, since I didn't give him the director one. <laughs> I like I get to give these words. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like I already gave him that one. <laughs> I gave her that one. Yeah, I, I'm sticking with it. Okay, so Frankie's got Shape of Water for Best Picture. Dan has Get Out. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm gonna throw a wrench in it and say Call Me by Your Name for Best Picture. Okay. Um. Very interesting. Yeah, I don't. Because right at this moment. You know what movie has all the steam? What's that? Is Get Out. That's like a victory lap thing. Uh, that came out early in the year. That came out. That came out like this time. Exactly a year yeah. ago. Yeah, it was with Logan as far as the four movies. Um, yeah, it was President's Day weekend because they just did a thing where the AMC theaters were showing it for free on that President's Monday, President's Day Monday, which would have been what this past Monday. Um. To, cause that was apparently the one year anniversary of the movie. Yeah. And so a, a bunch of AMC theaters were supposed to be showing it for free. Um, so yeah, Get Out, I think has gotten all the best picture steam, at least at the moment, but Call Me By Your Name has just been, I mean, it's not my personal favorite of these films. It's actually probably my least favorite of these nominees, but it's just been, I don't know. It's another one that kind of taps into this zeitgeist, zeitgeist you're talking about. Um, and a lot of people consider it to be a very, very special film. Hmm. Um, so I think I wouldn't be surprised if Call Me By Your Name took this one home. Um, but I also, I mean, literally, it could go to almost anybody except for The Post and Phantom Thread and Dunkirk. And Darkest Hour. <laughs> but what if it does? Like, what if it goes... I mean, if it does, that's great. I would just be like, whoa. Like, I think any any of those ones would be more surprising than any of the any of the rest, so... Um, okay. So I think that's it. Is that... I guess that's all we're gonna... I think that's all the big categories we yeah. wanted to get on. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I think the Oscars are, what, March 3rd? Sunday, March 3rd? Let's look at the calendar. March 3rd is a Saturday. Sunday, March 4th. Um, I'll be attending a, uh, the Linnies in Nashville. Don't they have a little trophy? 
Yes. That's why I, I brought it in once, didn't I? Yeah, that's why I got that idea for the trophy. I- uh, the statue with the Oscar the Grouch face on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite thing ever. Um, you gotta I, win, take that trophy home. I gotta you take it home it. this year. I didn't win last year. Um, and I, I've got two of them from years past and I've gotta, I've gotta try to reclaim the throne this year. So, uh, yeah. Dan, excuse me. My voice yes. sucks sometimes. Um, Daniel, how you feel about the Academy Awards? You gonna watch them? No. Not going to. I okay. always set out to watch them. I'm like, these are really long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. We didn't look at song. I want to look at song. You want to look at best oh, song? Yeah. So Frankie wants to. All right. So we're not. I looked okay. at those. Because those are fun. I didn't know any of them. Because whenever I watch the Oscars, that's why I always wait for the best songs. You're in a rocking band. I'll accept it. Rocking band. Uh, best original song. I'll score. Yeah. Best original song. So the problem is, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who sings these. Uh, so. The first one is Mighty River from the movie Mudbound, and I'm pretty sure that's Mary J. Blige. Okay. Um, who performs it. And then you've got Mystery of Love, uh, from Call Me By Your Name, performed by Suffian Stevens. Um, and the song Remember Me from Coco. Mm. I don't know if it's performed by the people that actually do the voice, the speaking voices, or if it's by somebody else and it's dubbed in. Um, but that's a really good song. Uh, Stand Up for Something from the Thurgood, uh, from Marshall, the movie about Thurgood Marshall, I guess. And I'm not sure who did that one. Do you know who sang that? I do not. Um, Dan, you want to look that up? Yeah, I know. I, I said, let's do this one. Then I'm like, I don't know uh, any of these songs. <laughs> stand up for something from the movie Marshall. Um, and then the last one is This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. People love that movie. Yeah. And the, especially in the theater. And world. the music is phenomenal. From um, that, from that movie. I just, Everything I know I haven't seen Coco, but that movie just seems so charming to me. So uh-huh. I'm gonna pick Remember Me by Coco. Alright, so Frankie, you got Remember Me from Coco. Um, I believe it is Andra Day featuring Common. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Common was on there. Which means I will have to go with that one. <laughs> so Dan picks stand up for something from Marshall. Dan's a common man. Uh I'm doing uh This Is Me from Greatest Showman. Performed uh, by Kiala Settle in the ensemble of The Greatest Showman. Oh, Wolverine doesn't sing it? Nope. H- Hugh Jackman? Nope. Oh. Cool. He's got plenty of other songs in that movie. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, I will probably start watching Oscars and then I'm like, I want to do something else. And then... Uh, commercials. I I can't stand commercials anymore. Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's not the Oscars themselves. As soon as they're trying to sell me something, I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I like my advertising subliminal in my news feed when I don't... I gotcha. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to I wanted to add to the end of this. Uh, like I said, Lady Bird, Blu-ray coming out March 6th. Yep. So mark that on your calendar. I will get that. Um, I just Black got Panther. my... Black Panther. What about it? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Great movie. Um, ooh, the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens, or not Force Awakens, what's the name of the new one? The Last, Last Jedi? Jedi? Solo. Uh, this is it March 14th, 17th, something uh, like that? Yeah, something like that. It is March, right? Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was March or April. I'm pretty sure it's mid-March. Is it the 14th? Whatever that second Tuesday is. Yes. Um, And then I think Thor comes out the week before that, March 6th. We'll be buying lots of movies. Yeah. Both of um, them should be in 4K, 4K releases, too. Yeah. Um, And then I think next week... Or, I mean, it should be out, uh, realistically by the time. Dan, can we get this one posted sometime in the next? Sometime in the next. In the next couple <laughs> of days, like over the weekend. Um, three billboards and I think, uh, there's another good one coming out, like on Tuesday, February 26th or whatever Tuesday is. Um, but yeah, no, three billboards will be out next week. Or this week, depending on when people hear this. Um, but uh, Criterion had a flash sale yep. last week, and I bought Night of the Living Dead and uh, Silence of the Lambs, and they both came in on uh, Tuesday, I think. And uh, 
I haven't had, I haven't watched either of them yet, but I am super excited to get into those. Dude, so. I almost went Wes Anderson crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a bunch in my cart. I'm like, nah, I don't need these. Yeah, I almost did too because uh, Isle of Dogs is coming out. Yeah, and I've never seen I've never seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't either. I oh, almost bought fantastic. that one. Is it? Yeah, I can imagine it's in the name. <laughs> uh, Star Wars is coming out. Uh, Last Jedi's out March 27th. 27th. That on, was so wrong. <laughs> on Blu-ray and 4K Blu-ray. I'm gonna get that. Um, oh, Florida Project came out just this past week. Um, which wasn't my favorite. So, Dan, that one's all you, I guess. Okay. Um, Justice League should be. Justice League's coming soon. I don't remember what the date was on I that. Think I think it's out digitally right now. It is out digitally right now. I think that's also like March 13th or something like that. I, I want to see that again. Um, yeah, I do too. And I know that they're not putting the, everybody like there's this whole rumor mill going around about the Zack Snyder cut yeah, that's going to be, cut. you know, a special version. And they're not doing that, hmm. which I'm fine with. Like, I'm cool. I mean, I've enjoyed the extended versions of some of these DC movies. Yeah. And I was kind of, I was sort of hoping Justice League would get one, but I'm not mad at that it's not. I thought it was fine. Uh, it's yeah, uh, I, same, same. It's I mean, it's good. It's good enough, at least for me. Like it, it did about what I expected from you know what you could expect from a movie like that. Um, it's not as I don't think it's as you know wild in its themes as Batman versus Superman is. But they that was the point is they wanted to kind of take a more lighthearted approach. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what it does. It's their most Marvel movie to date, I think. Like, it feels the most like an MCU movie. It does, because it's very quippy compared to the other ones. Yeah. And, uh, honest trailers, I think there's a, yeah, for a that movie a that's one. just okay, but yeah. for having the greatest superheroes in the movie, just okay is not good enough. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I am glad that it's only like two hours. Though. Yeah, they were smart to realize. They don't need to be, these movies don't need to be two and a half, three hours every time. No. I, I'm perfectly content. I kind of with the whole DC thing, if they make more in this universe, great. If they decide, let's, let's restart it, but we gotta yeah. keep Wonder Woman, cause that was amazing. And the commuter is coming out April 17th. Boom. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Sure.